Welcome to Watching Westworld, the officially unofficial podcast for Westworld on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we're here to do our traditional season preview uh, for season three. This is, I think, a big year for Westworld. They they had a couple of missteps last year. I think everybody, well, uh, not everybody it's, agrees. It's also been more, much more than a year. It's been, we've, we've had Westworld season, yeah. off the air for two and a half years now. Absolutely. And I hope that means they're doing a little retooling because, uh, yeah, a lot of people had some problems yeah. uh, with season two, although... I went back and I recently did a rewatch and there are some really high highs in there too. Yeah, I, I watched the second half of Westworld season two in its entirety and and I agree. There's still some things in there that bugged me. Um, like, yeah. uh, was Angela? Is that Elon Musk's wife? Angela's yeah. seduction of the mercenary. Right. Still one of the dumbest things I've ever seen and immediately gave me uh, Westworld PTSD. But holy shit, mm-hmm. uh, you know... Kiksuya and uh, the the passenger the the the, yeah. the final two episodes are just oh, I mean, so good. De- Delos gets a, a chef's kiss from me. Going the, on, going all the way down, dude. That that episode is so good, so he's, fucking good. He's all the way down, Jim. Uh, but our plan here is to talk a little bit about our expectations uh, because I, I do have some for season three. Uh, they they've set up something uh, about what this world could look like outside of the park. Um, we're going to talk about the trailers a little bit, and I think we're going to give a quick recap of where everybody is at at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I think it might be folly to try and recap the entirety of season two. Yeah, and I also want to talk about some thematic threads that I think they set up in the finale and, and the lead up to the finale. Yeah. Uh, speaking of expectations, I like to set the listeners' expectations mm-hmm. because we've got a fun season of coverage planned for you at baldmove.com. Uh, first up, we're going to have um, every Sunday night, we, I think, previously had the Instant Take podcast, which is we watch the episode here, uh, we take to the microphones, and we give our like, 15, 20-minute opinion, mm-hmm. just kind of brief discussion. But something we've innovated since last season of Westworld is the Instant Talk Version, which is as soon as we get done in the instant take, we go to the YouTube uh, chat system and we interact with people, take questions live and do another 15, 20 or however many, however long people want to go. Um, instant take is free for everybody. Instant talk is exclusively for club members. If you want yeah. to listen to our extended analysis and ask a question yourself, uh, air a theory that you're coming up with on the fly, uh, we'd love to see you on the instant talk. So that's on Sunday night, immediately after the episode airs on the East Coast. Then we have a, I will be doing a written review, which is something new that we're doing this year. Uh, I'm aiming to have that out by the next day at the latest. I'm going to mostly have it out the night of, but I could see like if it's a really, like if it's another hour and a half episode yeah. and we go 45 minutes to an hour on Instant and, and Talk. And it's a noodle baker of an episode. And yeah. I got to get up at five to take my kid to school the next day. It might be the next morning. Um, but then we're going to have our main show on two. Tuesdays, just yep. like always, where we have full feedback, full recap coverage, all that kind of stuff. So one other thing before we get to the content uh, that you guys are wanting to hear is I just a just a, a meta thing. Uh, it would really help us out if you would do an audience survey. It's a basic. It's just like four or five questions. Audience demographics. It's at westworld.baldmove.com. Uh, and it'll help us better target ads and, uh, you know, support Bald Move. So if you're not a club member, you never rated review us. If you want to help us out. Uh, yeah. Regardless of your present level of support, it would really help us out if you took mm. a minute out of your time to go to to go to West westworld.baldmove.com and take a quick survey how old you are you know that kind of stuff education levels is really basic shoe stuff. size completely anonymous uh it's, it's just for us to, to better target our ads and, and attract advertisers yeah all right 
all that shit out of the way let's talk westworld season three let's no let's talk westworld season two okay i just want to do a quick recap for the the characters we've got um to let everybody know where they ended up last season okay and sort of use that as a jumping off point for season three okay uh so let's talk pretty quick about these bernard was shot by dolores in charlotte's body but then he was recreated by dolores in ford's sanctuary in the real world which I'm just going to refer to as the sanctuary from now on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he seems to be hellbent on stopping Dolores from killing all humans, which she wants to do. And crucially, we found the thing we found out last season was that Bernard was a previously recreated Arnold. Yes. That Dolores on the fly decided to improve in a few key areas. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that came out in the finale that, uh, that uh, I don't know if I forgot or I didn't pick that up. But she this is not. Uh, a high fidelity copy of Arnold. Right. It's an improved copy of Arnold and improved with, in terms of a little of, bit of Ford in there too. A little bit of yeah. Ford into the yeah. mix. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a milieu of stuff at this point. Bernard Fordle <laughs> oh, is his new mashup name. <laughs> How about Holoris? Holoris? Uh, because, oh, yeah. because Dolores was shot dead by Bernard for trying to destroy the Valley beyond and then and he the decided, entire human race. oops, that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, I need to put her into Charlotte's body so she can get out of the park. And then when she got out of the park, she swapped back into her own body in the sanctuary. So that's kind of where she's at right now. Yes. Uh, she is just hellbent on destroying every bit of humanity. Mm-hmm. Just t- watching their world burn. Yeah. Um, and I think that's right where we're going to pick off. Pick and that's what's so in interesting about her character is that she had... The experiences of last season changed her too. Like for uh, Bernard came a little bit closer to Dolores by the end when he saw the treachery of, and, and short-sighted stupidity of humans mm-hmm. um, kind of through his interaction with Elsie and Dolores for her part softened a little bit on her stance. She decided to save all the hosts that were in the Valley beyond yeah. uh, that does, that was in the, the paradise. Uh, she beamed them off to some location unknown and yep. she brought Bernard along with her as almost like as if Magneto realized he needed a professor X uh-huh. like that. I don't get to, to make temper all, her a little. Yeah. I don't, I don't get to make all the decisions. Like we have two competing ideologies. Let's see who wins. Uh, she, she brings Bernard to this future as, as an explicitly as a foil to her, which I yeah, thought was fascinating. I think it was triggered by Teddy who is shot himself right in front of her right. because of the monster that she turned him yeah, into the man. She loved in an effort to get him to follow her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there's a lot going on with Dolores. Um, and then we go to Maeve, who was shot a bunch by humans while helping her daughter escape to the Valley Beyond. Mm-hmm. That, I think, is the last time we really see her. Maybe we see her body sort of at the exit we point. We do see her body looking the worst for wear at the exfiltration point or the rally okay. point or wherever they're taking people off the beach. Yeah. Um, so we don't really know her status, though... We'll talk about her when we get to the trailer stuff. And, and she's truly a rogue presence because you've got Bernard and and uh, Dolores, which are two sides of a of a opposing ideology. Where Maeve is explicitly something Ford created, like that's his daughter, that's yeah. his plan. Um, and I think it's proceeding without Dolores or Bernard having any idea what it is that she wants or what she's supposed to do. Um, and, and she was in season two, a force sort of directly opposed to Dolores's philosophy of kill all humans. Right. She she saw a separate path. And I think she saw that through Lee. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. As, as Lee changed, she changed. Mm-hmm. 
and and she also is i think the most in terms of like at least inside westworld she was the most powerful entity i think so like she's neo in the matrix like super super user access to everything yeah in a way that like dolores you know dolores is very physically tough and uh you know a very good combatant but she couldn't like uh just mind control things at, at, at a whim so right i'm interested to see number one how did maves marble get off the island uh, or off the Westworld, you know, like like you said, it's the last we saw is in a corpse. Are they going to have like a flashback that shows how this happened or or what? Yeah, you're talking about we see her in the trailer for season three. Yeah, so. she obviously her body is there. But is it yeah. like, you know, because uh, I don't think Ford's plan, whatever he had with Maeve escaping, I don't think that's going to end either. There's got to mm-hmm. be something that he's he's thought of. Um, but that's that's the the real thing I'm curious is like, what is Maeve trying to do? Because I know what Bernard's trying to do. I know what what Dolores is trying to do is mm-hmm. Maeve the middle path, the middle way. I don't know. Could be. Uh, let's talk about William real quick. So he, I want to say he found out he's a host, but that scene, which if you haven't, if you didn't stay to the credits, yeah. past the credits of last season's finale, you should probably go watch that because it's super important. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a very far future where William is being tested for fidelity. So at that point he is at at least one of these two things, a host or a simulated version of himself inside of a system. And it, probably and it, a host because they're testing him for fidelity. Yeah, and his uh his host daughter says Emily, that yeah. you're in you're not in the machine, you're not in the simulation, you're in Which, the real world. Do I believe her? I don't know. Well, don't but know why would she I guess show. why would she lie? I guess why would she why, tell the truth? Yeah, why would she tell the truth? Yeah, <laughs> you're you're right. This is this is this is a conversation that goes <laughs> goes around and around. Right. So we don't really know the status of William. Like he was shot and he was left. He passed out in the desert and well, he wasn't even shot. He blew his hand off Mm -hmm. uh, by trying to shoot Dolores with a sabotage gun. And he just kind of keeled over in the desert as, as what I think is a human. I think Mm -hmm. at that point he's probably a human. And I think he at some point got up and walked into the forge cradle area too. He, He may have. Yeah. Um, but then it gets dicey because we yeah. know there's a couple things that we know is true. I think all of the guest data is done, is dead, unless unless Dolores smuggled it off in either that satellite transmission right. or the batch of marbles. Because we also know that the host data can fit somewhat uncomfortably in a single marble because mm-hmm. that's where it was in Abernathy's head for the majority of last season. Right. So... And and I I mean there's great value to having that that guest data like those are the most powerful mm-hmm. people in the world she's got a mental map of um you know d- destroying it could could be foolish but um but it's it's not there for the park to to reconstitute so it makes yeah. it begs the question of like who created this William simulation or synthet- synthetic William in the future yeah it almost has to be Dolores uh, and his daughter. Who, who created her as well. It's true, because we also, um, you know, Dolores said that she passed her body on the trail. Mm-hmm. I don't think she would lie, and I think she would know if she was not dead. So, yeah. I, I, one of my idea, one of my questions is, is Dolores recreating William to see... Because one of the things, there's there's a couple ideas. We know that, like, uh, um, the, with the Jim Dalos construct, all of his life paths led to this one moment where he betrays his son. Yeah. And there's a thought that like all of the William moments, like that they're running a simulation to find out where he goes wrong and kills his daughter. Mm. I wonder if there's going to be something where Maeve 
is trying to understand where she went wrong with regards to like Teddy. Like she understands that there's she, her worldview oh, has gone yeah. wrong. Dolores, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Dolores is trying to understand where she went wrong and she's using the lens of William to figure that out. Yeah, could be. Because she's gone dark. You know, oh, she yeah. didn't used to be this 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 hard, cruel, you know, genocidal being. No, I, I mean, she's opposed to everyone mm-hmm. in, in, in the park and outside of the park. She's a robot supremacist. Absolutely. And with and with, everyone is telling her she's wrong about that. And and she's got very good reasons to be that way. Absolutely she does. Yes. She's yeah. very like Magneto and that like, yeah, his methods are extreme, but you know. And I want to talk about that later on, um, when we sort of get to the end. Like there's a lot to talk about Dolores. Mm-hmm. Um so then moving on to Kichida, he went off into the valley beyond and was reunited with his wife. It was a nice moment. But we have no idea where all the other hosts are in the Valley Beyond. We don't know where that they were right. beamed it off. It was beamed somewhere. And that's one of my major questions for yeah. season three that I would like an answer to yeah. is where did they go that she thinks they would be safe from humanity forever? Yeah. Is kind of what she says. Yeah. Where would that be? I'm I will say that I, I don't know how many people agree with me, but like I'm fine with those hosts just being in heaven. Like if that if that's like the if robot idea of heaven space and just like yeah like yeah. just some remote titan outpost or like the idea that like she just beams this in the space uh-huh. like that data is out there yeah it's like a Voyager probe or something right like going yeah. out and just like having this record of humanity on right it. right well, this could be just a record of host and if anybody happens to pick it up yeah but that's there's nice, some like but... if they just never address it and it's just like okay these guys all went to robot heaven mm-hmm. then I'm fine with that. Uh, and then we get to some more minor characters. Um, Stubbs is an interesting case. Well, okay, so Felix and Sylvester are both alive. Yep. And they are help, helping to clean up the mess in the park. Yep. Uh, and we know the park, we think the park is still in operation because we see, like, Nazi world. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, I think Westworld might be out of commission for a while. They lost a lot of hosts. They lost a lot of hosts, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like a, a Nazi world in season three could uh-huh. be a thing. Uh, I don't. I don't like the term Nazi world. I really don't want to use that as the marker for this. Well, it's world. Nazi world. What, what, what do you want to call world it? World War World. <laughs> world War Two World. Name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, WW World. Mm. That's not confusing with mm. West World at all. No. Huh. Uh, okay. Let's talk about Stubbs real quick. He is alive. He let Charlotte slash Dolores Holoris leave the park. He's a host. Knowing what she was. Uh, it's hinted that he could be a host. I don't know that I buy that he is a host necessarily. Uh, he just he sucks, tips yeah. his hat that he knows Dolores is in Hale's body. It's funny because I was reading some f- coverage um, and some speculation and watching some videos leading up to my rewatch. And I had been persuaded by these people. Like everyone's treating it like it's a done deal that he's a host. But I disagree. I think he speaks out of both sides of his mouth. Like yeah. the, on- the, 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 the strongest thing about him being a host is... Well, you could consider that my, you know, what primary directive or what, what's my cornerstone, my prime directive, my, yeah. prime, primary or drive or something pr- like primary that. Drive, yeah. But he also says when Ford first hired me, which could be a false memory. It could be all kinds mm-hmm. of different things. It could be his narrative, but he and hired could mean built. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also like that being my primary drive could also just be a wink and a nod at yeah. a host. Yeah, he's trying because that's to, their term, right? He's a human trying like some of the others to bridge the gap and be like, oh, I'm going to, uh, I'm I'm playing with the idea of of treating you like uh, an actual person instead of well, an object. And the whole point of that interaction is to let her know that he knows. Mm-hmm. 
who she is and what she is and that he's going to let her go regardless. Like, mm-hmm. that's a way to do that is to call his emotions a primary drive, right? Right, right. Because so, Ford... Who put, knows? Yeah, yeah. Um, there are some people who died last season. A lot of them, actually. Elsie uh, shot to death, I th- I think, by Charlotte. Yeah. Still Charlotte, not, not Holoris, yeah. Okay, um, because she wasn't morally flexible enough to work on the project. Right. Good call, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, Shannon Woodward, probably not going to go along with it. Uh, Teddy's daddy. He killed himself because Dolores turned as Teddy, bad as no, us. No, Teddy is alive in the Great Valley beyond. Because Dolores pulled his marble and, and uploaded him by hand. Did she? Yeah, when she, she gives a speech about some of us, the best of us, uh, and huh. as she's putting a marble into the container, and then we see we okay. see Teddy in we see Teddy in the the valley beyond. Mm, I missed that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Teddy's not dead. He's alive. Teddy's not dead, but he's in Robot Heaven. Yeah, and who knows where Robot Heaven is? Uh, James Delos definitely died. He got incinerated after going all the way down. Now. Yeah, and William pulled the funding from his project, so that's uh, just done. Done yep. deal. Uh, Clementine was used as a virus to try and eliminate all of the hosts, but she was shot dead by Armistice. Mm-hmm. Still kind of worked, but you know she's not probably going to be back. Eh, depends on like that's why, these... that's why I say probably. Yeah, there's, the, there's a five know. five marbles rolling around in Holoris's sack. Yeah, uh, who are those marbles? Uh, I wish I wish one of them was our next character, Lee. Unfortunately, I think he's gone for good. He gave some really ridiculous speech that he wrote for Hector uh, and kind of bought them time to escape yeah. while delivering it and shooting at humans and I got gunned down. I, I thought someone said that he was in one of the trailers. I guess it could be a flashback. Huh. But, you know, we saw him get yeah, shot and it looked him, like he took a lot of rounds, but also this is the but future. But it was off screen. And it's the future where you have the crazy medical technology uh-huh. like you know it seems like a lot of diseases and death they've established are no longer a concern in, in this in this world yeah uh we have angela who got blowed up in the cradle in one of the worst all-time westworld scenes uh-huh. uh you got logan who overdosed and that's yep. kind of you know we talked about him he was the, the park construct or the cradle construct yeah he, he was in running the forge i guess as a simulation the forge, yes yes yeah um, which turned into the Valley Beyond. It was, it was a yeah, weird thing. They, they repurposed it. Uh, Armistice and Hector both got torn apart and or shot when they were trying to get everybody, get uh, Maeve's daughter to the Valley Beyond. And I I would like for them to stick around because they're awesome. But on the other yeah. hand, I don't know why Dolores would take their marbles out of anyone that she could choose. Yeah, she has no connection to them. Unless it's, it's like a sense of fairness. Like, you know, I'm, I've got... Uh, Three, uh, two marbles for your side and two marbles for my side, maybe. Because Bernard's one of the marbles, right? Uh, yes, Bernard has to be one of the marbles, one one of the pearls, whatever mm-hmm. we're calling them. Because mm-hmm. uh, he gets reconstructed once they get to the sanctuary, yeah. and it seems to actually be Bernard, not oh, somebody in Bernard's body. She could have just rebuilt him from memory, though, because she that's yes, what she literally she did, did. That yeah, yeah, the okay. first time. So, so she, she, she could she, have. It's so he's not a marble. Well, he doesn't have to be a marble. Doesn't have to be marble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then there's the question of Charlotte, which I think Charlotte was killed, um, and her body was used as a vehicle for Dolores, her, her reconstructed, body, reconstructed, yeah. yeah rebuilt body. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think Charlotte, um, her consciousness is going to be back in the next season, though we yeah. do see Tessa Thompson mm-hmm. in the trailer. So we know that Charlotte's husk 
her body will be back in some form. Yeah, and, and she's a high-ranking member of the Dalos Corporation, so... Super useful. Very useful. Having in your inside war against woman. the humans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the, the last character, Emily, I think we talked about, she's dead, most likely. Um, that, that's William's daughter, if you didn't know. Did we talk about Ford? Uh, yeah, I mean, Ford's dead. Ford, but he's got... Bernard is able to reconstruct a facsimile of him which in this world is almost as good as the real thing. I and guess, then there's yeah. also a fragment. The one surviving fragment of the Ford program is also in Maeve. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause yeah, he kisses so her on the forehead. And, that message to yeah, her. Yeah. So there is, there is a Ford persona floating around there as well. Yeah. And how much of that is just like a WWFD, like, yeah, Bernard knowing what Ford would do in a situation, and that being visually represented, mm. represented by Ford. Mm-hmm. I can't say represented. Uh, and how much of that is like an actual piece of Ford in his head still? Mm-hmm. All, all up in the air. Who knows? Mm. Um, so that's kind of everybody that I wanted to catch up on. Can we talk about some expectations? Yeah, that's where I wanted to go next. Because I, uh, a lot of people, I'm, I'm back on Twitter, and a lot of people are asking like how I felt about Westworld season three, and because you know we season had two. some we had some problems with season two. No, season three. How I'm feeling about it? Like, oh, am I excited about it? Okay. And I say yes, I am excited about it because number one, the trailers look sick. Yeah. Like getting out of Westworld is a huge deal. Like there are mm-hmm. so many more story possibilities. It's so inherently more intrinsically inter- more interesting. The thing I wanted to see from Maeve when she turns around on that train, when yes. she's about to get out, I'm like, ah, yes. fuck, there goes our chance at an awesome season two. Yes. And since the Westworld season two, I have seen another show that had a, tr- a problematic sophomore year, uh, Mr. Robot recover and in beautifully and yeah. i think there's actually a lot of similarities between what they were doing on mr robot mm-hmm. where uh it's clear that um uh, sam esmail had a very clear idea of how he wanted to start and how he wanted to begin but there was a rough transition to go from the like the f society hacker plot to you know the the the, the thing that he actually wanted to tell yeah and i felt like there's a similar thing here with nolan and joy struggling where they had the amazing season one of westworld and how tightly it was but you got to get the robots out of Westworld. Uh-huh. And that is going to require, especially with all the things that they want to establish with all the different loyalties and all the different, there was probably four or five episodes worth of stuff there, but not enough for a 10 episode season. Similarly to Mr. Robot there, their season two, there was about five or six episodes worth of plot, maybe not enough for a 13, 13 episode season, mm-hmm. which means there's a lot of padding. There's a lot of going around in circles. There's a lot of being clever for clever's sake to kind of distract from the other problems of not having enough plot to go around. Mm-hmm. Mr. Robot got done with that in season two and then was consistently high throughout the rest of its run and ended beautifully. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a, there's a, a lot to say that, this getting out of Westworld was the the rough transition. Um, and what do you do? Like maybe the answer should have been like a, a two part four hour mini series to get the robots out of Westworld. Mm-hmm. But HBO wants 10 episodes. So they deliver 10 episodes. I'm, I'm hoping that we're going to see a similar. Now they're on to the story that they want to tell to, till the end of the story, how the robots either integrate into society, defeat society, etc. the human condition. They're ready to tell the story and there's going to be no need to be as heavily obfuscated. Although 
to the extent that this show is still a mystery box, hmm. having the entire world to play around with in that box is 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 going to be a lot more story possibilities than being stuck in the fucking park. I agree. Season two felt claustrophobic. Um, it felt like they had this theme that they could have explored anywhere, but they wanted to get to these other two parts of the park and they made the decision at the end of season one to keep Maeve inside the park. And so they really didn't have a way mm-hmm. to get, get them off of the, the Island, you know, yeah, very limited like ways to go into like William's backstory and Dalos's backstory. But yeah, and those were those are some of my favorite parts when we Indeed. got away from the the I don't know the, they had the strong theme of free will which I appreciated but also I think got a little much um, mm. at times and maybe I would have appreciated a a broader range of of thought and discussion yeah. in season two um, but the Dalo stuff was a fresh breath of air uh, and I'm hoping that season three's going into the real world seeing what the human population actually looks like and sort of having to reckon with that. Mm-hmm. Because in my opinion, <laughs> she has seen, Dolores has seen the worst of humanity. Yeah. Dolores has seen and the rich assholes only. who come to this park to fuck and kill and, and tear things up. Even the good ones can be corrupted by the absolute power that they, they display. Yeah. Even the good ones have always had that stain, right? Yeah. They've always been bad at the yeah. core. Like, yeah. That's the thing. She's seen the worst of humanity. What's she going to think when she sees some of the better parts of humanity? And when she gets out and sees that, like, there's... I mean, this is something where it seems like they're really going to start talking about, like, class consciousness. Um, you get out of the park and you meet a guy like Aaron Paul, who I don't know whether he's supposed to be a robot or not. But if if if, uh, if, if he's just a worker, if he's just a low-level worker, guys working construction or whatever, I mean, a lot of people can identify with the idea that we... You know, if you're in a service economy gig you essentially are servicing people that are wealthier and yeah. more well connected and higher up on the totem than you are you might not try to fuck you might it's yeah not. like it's it's technically illegal to fuck you and enslave you but yet uh-huh. that happens and people are trafficked and i think dolores will get outside and see not only are there people that are are good and are willing to do it just for the sake of their own code of, but they're all, she's also going to see a lot of these supposedly free godlike humans that are in the position of hosts just as bad. Um, you know, like I said, yeah, you can absolutely find people in this world that are treated like objects, just like the robots in Westworld. They're used up. That's so that's my hope. Those are my expectations for, uh, season three, but I'm not sure they line up with Nolan and Joy's, desires for the story in season three um i they they we'll talk about this later but the the their view of humanity and my view of humanity might differ let's talk about that actually now since we're on it um because that's my thing what uh, is something i talked a lot on the the podcast last last season is what is the moral philosophy what are they trying to say about the human condition because almost so far it's been all bad yeah and it's been it's been all bad I don't think people are all bad, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also been this one of like humans are simple and stupid mm-hmm. and, and humans are deterministic, cannot change. Right. And, and, and I, I don't know that I agree with that. I don't know that I strongly disagree. I'm not sure I'm well read enough to have a foundation to argue from. Right. I, but I, my general feeling on humanity is there are good people and there are bad people. And th- so far, Westworld has ignored the good in humanity. Mm-hmm basically entirely yeah that you've got lee who turns 
better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got Felix, mm-hmm. who's kind of not trying to murder Maeve actively. Right. Yeah. Um, Sympathetic I, to yeah, the play. There are a couple of people in Elsie. there, but they're all sidelined. They're all minor players, and none of them have an effect. Eh, I don't know. Lee has an effect on Maeve. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly Dolores hasn't seen that part of the the humans yet yeah and i i'm actually open to the idea that we humans are purely deterministic creatures mm-hmm. like you know um we're going to do the things we're going to do from laid down from the start of the big bang um and it seems like westworld's one of their theses is we can create a form of life that even if we are purely deterministic and again i'm not sure how i believe in, i'm certainly open to a show telling us that but like we could actually create a form of life that might be different from us I, I don't understand how that would how the hosts would differ from us in that regard the only thing i can think of is like because they they have they have code that's not just a random chemical process happening like they can you can program a host to step outside and take in new information and act in ways that they're not forced to compelled by biology but that that i don't know that assumes that there's something fundamentally different about coding and chemical reactions. I and think I there don't is. know that it's, that's it's, it's ones true. and zeros versus whatever the fuck a neur- neural uh, chemical pathway is. I think we don't understand it as well. Agreed. But that's I, don't think there's, sci- I don't think there's a hugely fundamental difference between the two. I mean, maybe, but it's a, it's a, it's a great sci-fi. It is. What if like what yeah. we are analog, they are digital. They actually might be more free because, you know, they can, they can, they can separate that those things yeah but they could fix a bug just by going in and fixing it yeah yeah and realizing it's there and fixing it yeah where they're not like caught by all the traumas and i i think that's a fundamentally interesting concept and Mm -hmm. um it's a dark concept that if uh, the thesis of the show is we're fucked as humans the only thing we can do is create our successors um but it'd be super interesting in like a dystopian sci-fi kind of standpoint uh one of my other expectations for this season um, when I look at season two, mm-hmm. I see the robots um, using might. It's a, it's a contest of might between host and humans. Uh, you you look at them having to fight their way to the exit, essentially, and they have to sneak through it, but they weren't super clever about it, and mm-hmm. they only really got through because they had somebody on their side. Mm-hmm. Um, the The fact that there might be only five of these hosts to escape versus the entire might of the human race means that that is not an option once they get to the real world. And this season should probably be more about the intellectual battle between the two. I think, but I think there's also going to be the idea of offspring. Like I think that you'll, one of these AI is going to create a brand new thing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's also the idea that there's robots outside that are not sentient. And the idea that maybe these advanced robots can infect them with, you know, you see these hulking security robots that right. are that you could take those over, use them as allies. I think that's kind of like kind of a cool idea too. I think there's just going to be a lot more intrigue from a yeah from from a uh, factional standpoint. No, here, yeah, right? you, like, you certainly they you know uh, in the, the big speech to Dolores, the, her his her big I Magneto, your Professor X speech. Mm-hmm. She acknowledged that like neither this is very dangerous. Very small chance of either of us succeeding. It's most likely we'll both die. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. They're definitely this is um, this is going to be a very paranoid, you know, different type of claustrophobic season because it's just mm-hmm. the, the the paranoia with anyone can be anything and who do you trust and 
you know, especially Bernard seems like it's got the most dangerous path. Like, you know, Dolores just wants to undermine humanity. Uh, Bernard wants to bring him along. Yeah. So he's going to have to trust humans. Uh, huh. And the second he trusts mm-hmm. them, they, he's vulnerable to being betrayed. The other thing I think is interesting is they make a point um, where when they're talking about Jim Dalos and his son, uh, Logan, uh, he talks about like they had flawless simulations, complete fidelity within the forge, within the cradle. Yeah. And as soon as they pressed them in the flesh, the simulations went awry. Mm-hmm. These new robots, uh, with the exception of like yeah, Dolores, who's got the the metal endoskeleton, although I don't know if is Dolores the I classic chassis. She, I would assume she doesn't anymore. I don't think Dolores is going to have that. I wonder metal if that's part of it is like endoskeleton. that, like these were perfect beings, but they're pressed into this synthetic flesh, and now they're going to have some of the same pitfalls that we do. I know they still have a positronic brain or whatever fuck that that marble is, but there's something yeah. I, it's just really like hit me between the eyes when when logan said you know our simulations were flawless and we had all this fidelity and then we pressed them into the flesh and it went tits up mm-hmm. you know like that's exact same process that the robots are doing like jim Dalos was exactly the same as a host except for he started as a a guest simulation so yeah. like why would dolores be any different are we going to start seeing her like degenerate and go crazy i guess because she's never been a human i, I think that's the fundamental difference right because all of the hosts in the park were totally fine. They didn't go, they didn't lose their minds until uh, Bernard yeah, started fucking with them. But right? they also like, got reset all the time. You know, like they were sure. killed and Except for Akicha, and, who spent 10 years in the wilderness, you know, having not been updated since the Alpha. But build. he was one of the Obsidian Erector set versions, right? He probably had to be, yeah. Yeah, if he, he hadn't, hadn't been, been updated since the Alpha stages, so like, there's a, there's my cheat for him. Yeah, <laughs> my Achitaka. It'll be it'll be interesting to see to see what happens with that. Yeah, um, the yeah, other we could th- also be in, in for an unglamorous season three uh-huh. if we got to see a lot of scenes of them doing their own laundry at the mm, sanctuary and yeah. like getting a job to earn right. the money for the property tax on the sanctuary. Right, gotta cut their hair, their nails. Yeah, it could be real take synthetic shits. Uh, here's the other thing that I need to know. Okay. Early in the season, or everything we said that's good about this could be undermined. I need to understand what can kill a woke host. Hmm. Because one of the things that yeah. robbed a lot of the, t- the tension of the, the last season, and they kind of got back in the last, in the finale, um, is... What does it mean to die? Yeah. And what can kill you? Like, it seems like Dolores could uh, could ignore any amount of damage. Um, Maeve couldn't, you know, like she can take bullets and she can, you know, walk around with gaping holes in her neck and stuff. But then she takes a few more bullets and she's dead. I need to kind of know in rough order of magnitude kind of way what can kill these these hosts that are not like slaves to the, the Westworld system. Because otherwise, every time they get in a fight, I'll never know who wins and who loses and who's really out of commission. They have to be able yeah. to communicate to that to us. And I, so far they've done the opposite. There's so many ways you can live so many ways you can survive. Um, I, I even if you get your head blown, like I thought shot to the skull was death, but then she somehow got Teddy's marble and uploaded him into robot heaven. Yeah. So like, that, that's, that's one of the problems with this show when you're doing such a timey wimey thing already, and you've got so many intricate twists and turns. And bodies are instantly to compound regen- that with yeah. not understanding what 
physically is happening yeah and even if even if you're dead and your marble's gone if a robot knows you intimately enough they can still bring you back just from their perfect memories right with and and simulate you with a high enough fidelity so like i i I think that is actually it's one of the strengths of the show it's one of the things that makes it such an interesting puzzle box but it's also something that's going to be very frustrating and feel like the writers just do whatever the fuck they want from week to week rather than having actual stakes because action one of the reasons action last season was bad i think it was staged poorly but -hmm. also like what the fuck are the stakes well that's the thing it it feels like a tool Mm -hmm. in the toolbox that they were playing with without realizing it was a tool yeah It, it was something that they were using but didn't realize they were using which makes sense as a transition year they only had a year to to work on Mm -hmm. and now they've had two and a half and it's no longer a transition they should have hopefully an end in mind that they're 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 going for so i I just that's something like if we're a third of the way through the season and i'm still like fuck Maeve took a katana through the head is she dead or she alive i don't know there's a that's that's gonna be a real problem i don't know how you clear that up because you're right with that perfect memory Mm. how do you ever say any any host is dead simulation start the simulation them. start failing when they're pressing the flesh they don't they, they lost that ability because that's that's the if, if if they can fix this by by having hosts not being able to back themselves up for a significant portion of this of this season yeah which they did in season two right for very brief until they and until they establish that they can if they they know a host well enough or a guest well enough they can just reconstruct them yeah uh and i guess that's another big question i have that i don't necessarily absolutely need an answer to mm-hmm. but where did they send the valley beyond because that has a collection of data that could be immensely valuable to the hosts right yeah um it has all the data on the humans which if you're trying to take over the human world knowing those people inside and out uh perhaps being able to recreate versions of them and do a an old switcheroo um like they're probably going to do with charlotte that could be super valuable. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm skeptical that the guest data has been deleted. Yeah. It's because I know, I understand why, actually, I don't, I, I understand why Dolores was dead set on doing it, mm-hmm. but it's such a huge advantage. Yeah. But on the other hand, if you believe what Logan said, that these uh, humans were all very simple, 12,000 lines of code, maybe she literally just she because she was reading a bunch of those books maybe she she sees some kind of like greater unified because it seems like they're also kind of like there's some kind of grand unified human theory yeah 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 yeah. but that's that was only the the 0.1 percent you know who we kind of suspect at the very least oh yeah she read a few of those books and those four million books were the assholes of the universe yeah they're the people that can afford to go to Westworld and choose to go to Westworld and choose to go to Westworld and shoot and rape and pillage and kill so like it's a self-selecting asshole Mm -hmm. you know Venn diagram of humanity so you want to talk more in depth about the trailers uh i know because okay. they i think they're they're awesome and um they do a good job of showing what the possibilities of life outside the park but if and i have some stuff i'm going to talk about uh whether you want to or not i want to i just like i i, I was as a loss to say like something in depth about them so in the trailer one of these trailers for season three uh mave is tasked with tracking down and destroying Dolores yes. by some uh, I've heard he's a billionaire. Uh, this, this Vincent Cassell uh, is playing this guy. He's the Fox from like oceans 12. Yeah. You've seen him in a few things. Yeah. Um, a French actor. And I know that they had their disagreements on how to pursue freedom, but do you think Maeve would actually go and hunt down and kill Dolores? 
Is is there maybe a threshold of chaos that she could cause that would force Maeve into that? Yeah, sure. Okay. Like, cause like if uh, Maeve loved Clementine, but Clementine became the destroyer, mm-hmm. and Maeve had no problems with bringing her down. And I think that it's very easy to see a world in which Dolores becomes the destroyer. Um, she's the pale horse riding to destroy all of humanity, if not humanity and and uh, synthetic kind. And Maeve would step in in front of that runaway freight train. Now, yeah. Then what happens? Who knows? But yeah, I think so. What then do you they, think? They fight with katanas on a bridge. <laughs> yeah, and somebody loses an arm. Apparently, yeah. Uh, what do you think? No, I think you're right. I, I think like it's bizarre, but Lee has somehow become a, a transcendent, more important character. <laughs> Uh, than he ever set out to be than mm-hmm. the, than the map pisser in, mm-hmm. you thought he'd end up being. Yeah, he thought he peaked when he invented the Horoboros. <laughs> right. Uh, but nah, he actually got some character. Yeah, and he instilled uh, a certain understanding of humanity into Maeve um, that we're not all bad. And so, yeah, I could definitely see her wanting to go out there um, and maybe being driven to sort of seeing a necessity in putting Dolores down mm-hmm. if it came to that. Uh, there's also some shots of William in this, and he says his new mission is to save the fucking world. A host William? Mm. A human William who actually made it? He's bloody. He's it, very bloody in those shots. So what is your, what's your appetite for William is several hundred years in the future. Earth has been destroyed by the robot apocalypse, and he is like, there, there's a there's going to be a, a third act of Westworld where the synthetic humans mm-hmm. try to retake the world from the purely synthetic, <laughs> like like okay. re, like like he, he, humanity is on its on the ropes. Um, there's a few like because because I guess you'd still consider William a human. He's not a host. He was uh-huh. He's a, a guest. Human turned into a host. So then he like especially if Dolores kept all that human data. Right, um, he could pull some. Well, that'd be out. really dark if you reconst- reconstructed the human race only from the four million most wealthy, diabolic <laughs> oh, individuals fuck. of of, yeah. of you know the world. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that would be kind of wild. But that's I wonder something if, I might fight against. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that's what they're getting at with that. What do you What do you think? Yeah, that that could be really cool. Um, especially if we figure out what happened to those those human consciousnesses. Uh, it'd be cool to see Logan back, actually. Uh, in some form of flesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff that could be really, really cool with that. And they, conceptually, this show is wide open, I think. Yeah. Getting out into the real world is going to be just such a huge... In fact, I guess that's another thing um, I want to talk about is why are we going to Nazi world? What, that what the was where fuck, I was going. What the fuck? What, Maeve's daughter is saved. Uh-huh. Uh, what could possibly be worth going back into this goddamn meat grinder for one of these robots? I don't know. I feel like they came up. So there's a line somewhere in the first two seasons where they say that there are six parks mm-hmm. and we've seen now three of them, right? Shogun World, Westworld, and the Raj. Raj World, yeah. Uh, I just feel like they want to show you all these parks. Mm. I think this might be a huge mistake, not only because this is a hugely sensitive issue, Especially mm-hmm. given what we're going through today in our political, I mean, climate. this is going to air out of piece with David Simon's new American Nazi, yeah, yeah you the, know, the War for America, the something like that, Fight yeah. for America, I yeah. What if remember. Charles Lindbergh was a Nazi? 
and right. was the president. <laughs> it's a tricky thing to do well, sure. um, which, you know, they, they do tricky stuff pretty well mm-hmm. in the show. But at the same time, I don't know that I want to see a reskinned version of Westworld as Nazi world. Mm-hmm. And that's Lee made it pretty clear that that's all he did is he copied the narratives of all of these parks from Westworld. So what's the value of going there? I don't know. And especially like... Um, what's the value what's the value of going there and what's the value of Maeve going there mm-hmm. um and could it be a flashback um because like we talked about they've already got multiple timelines you've got the current timeline with Dolores and Maeve and Bernard fucking around in the real world with Aaron Paul yeah but you've also got this indeterminate time indeterminate time in the future with William Mm-hmm. So you've already got two timelines. If they go with the flashback, why why would if it's really a if would it be interesting to go back and see an alternate version of Maeve where she was fucking around as a host in Nazi world? Like I just don't know. It just feels if like it, it really, feels like going backwards. I can't imagine it would inform anything else of her character. Don't we know so much about her right. already? Yeah. To take her back in time and do like a flashback to a Nazi world doesn't seem like a valuable thing. But it could be it could be fun. Like it's uh, the the thing is is Westworld going away from the Said West. everyone who ever went to Nazi world. <laughs> <laughs> what what I mean by that is like eh, it could be fun. Who knows? Westworld is going to be smaller in one way, and that they're in the real world now, yeah. and so you can't play with some of these Western motifs and some of this other melodrama. That's off. That's off the limits now, and uh-huh. just, the, just the basic duality and the delusion of the host is not something you can play with anymore found a way to get in the park and they may find a way to make that compelling. It is an interesting change of pace. Just like uh, yeah. the Kitsuya episode was a nice visual change of pace. The samurai world, um, not entirely successful, but it was cool uh, from a look and feel and like mythology mm-hmm. since to get away from that from an episode visual interest since. So and it was nice to let us know, Oh, these are reskinned versions of the same park. I yeah. think they did a great job on that. True. Yeah. You literally have the, all the same, Right, all the same characters, all the mm-hmm. same narratives. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, reskinned. Uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I guess that's the the hope I have for it is that they're going to be able to do something more interesting than just another reskinned park. Um, and it, who knows? Depending on the state of what the, they do? the real world, two reskinned parks. Two. Have what would the other one be? Jurassic World. That'd be a good dinosaurs. One. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then medieval, especially times. with the Michael Crichton connection. Then medieval oh, times. Yeah. It's not. It's not a medieval world. It's literally just an accurate simulation of Friday night at medieval times. Yep. 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 You got the, the, you got the, the the beef the beef buffet. You got the jousting. Uh you <laughs> you've got a uh, Janine Garofalo telling you we only have Pepsi. Yep. Yep. And you can you, if you don't if the meat's undercooked you can fucking punch the waiter or waitress out. You can rape a horse in the joust. You can do what it's, it's your, it's, it's, it's like medieval times, except for there's no, no rules. I thought you What's weren't wa- watching Better Call Saul. <laughs> uh, okay. Th- that's about all I've got for, uh, the yeah, stuff. me too. So let's talk about some, we do see stubs again. Yeah. I guess that's maybe important. Yeah. Uh, but. just a couple things. If you didn't know, there's actually several secret trailers inside yep. the real trailers uh, you can find all those on youtube if you want in fact i'll link them all in the show notes mm-hmm. um also our buddy kim renfro over at uh, on the insider has done an amazing job over the years compiling an exhaustive timeline so if you were as confused as we were by like season one and season two and when did things happen and how these timelines were interlaven um i will interleaved interleaven Leaved. interwove 
yeah it's interwove yeah it's let's let's, let's interwoved yeah let's go back and control z control c control v that um i'm going to link to the the ongoing um I, it doesn't look like they've updated it since season two i know they probably will but i'm going to link the current copy of that because hmm. uh, it's really especially if you're doing a rewatch or if you just want to like browse through the season two timeline it, it it very well illustrates like when things happen who did what and where we're at at the end of it and i'm sure it's going to be a good resource going forward into the future so uh those are the things we've got uh one more resource for you westworld at baldmove.com if you've got a take if you've got a theory um we're pretty tough on theories here we like having evidence. We like we yeah. have more than just a like, wouldn't it be cool if? <laughs> right. But if you got one of those, send it into westworld at baldmove.com and we might consider it on our full Tuesday podcast coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, we hope to see everyone here Sunday night, right after the episode for the instant talk. All you club members, club.baldmove.com. Uh, please stick around for the instant talk podcast. Did I get those wrong? We got instant take and then instant talk. Hope to see everybody uh, there live on Sunday and then we'll be back for the main main event on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Until then, I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm also a host, Jim. Actual robot, Jim. See you guys later. <laughs>